right, welcome back everybody to the Keto 911 Podcast. This is your boy Daniel, your Keto EMT. I'm so happy that you guys have continued to rock with your boy the long way. Um, yeah, we've made it. We've made it almost an entire, almost the entire run of the year. I started the podcast back in April and we're in November. So yeah, we're doing extremely, extremely, extremely well. Like I said, thank you all again for staying with me, for supporting me for continuing to come back and listen, man. I I just can't thank you all enough. So, as a recap of the last episode, we talked about the holiday blues. It was before Thanksgiving. Uh, I know some folks were not going to follow and stay on keto. Some people were going to fall off. Some people want to taste some good old meals. Some people were like, bump it. I'm just going to go ahead and eat. And hey, it is what it is, you know. Everybody does what they what they do. Now, what happens when you fall out of ketosis? Let's say you've had your 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 fill, you've satisfied your cravings of the unhealthy stuff that you've wanted to have, and now you get a chance to indulge. Now you no need to, but you decide to indulge. And what happens when you indulge into into the carbs, into the sugars, the sugary drinks, and all that? You fall out of ketosis. So let's let's go ahead. We're going to have a quick discussion about what happens when you fall out of ketosis, and what happens in the duration if you stay stay out of it for a long time. So I can't really just have a discussion by myself. I can talk by myself, and I can't talk to myself. It's not encouraged. You know, people rather not see you talk to yourself the whole time. But I, by special request. Through the Facebook group, the Keto 911 Podcast Facebook group, they ask for a woman's perspective. They ask for the lady's touch, as they say. So I decided to ask the best person that I could think of in a home. I can't ask my six-year-old daughter, so I had to ask the woman that made her. So without further ado, here is my lovely wife, Joya. Joya, would you like to say a couple words to the fans? Hello, everyone. So Joya, so glad to finally have you on the episode. This is something that we've been extremely, extremely, extremely excited about. We've been talking about it all week, right? Mm-hmm. So you're here. <laughs> bum, bum, bum. No, no? Okay. <laughs> so, so instead of always hearing me talk, let's hear from the latest perspective. My dear, how did you find Keto? How was it revealed to you? Was it a message in the clouds? Was it, you know, Morris Chestnut or anything? No? No. Okay, great. No. Thank you. <laughs> no. Um, I was looking through YouTube and um, this woman kept popping up um, on my phone, on my YouTube feed. Um, and her page is called Cutting, Cutting Up Keto. And I watched her video and she was explaining how she had... You know lost all this weight really quickly um and i forgot how many pounds she had lost um but she was talking about the sugar and how it really affects you know our body and and all the harmful like foods that we eat <laughs> you know that is not healthy for for our body so I watched that and then I came to you and I was like, babe, you got to see this, you know, and then you watched it and you were like, 
I wasn't convinced. <laughs> you were not convinced at all. I was not feeling that. <laughs> I was like, look, good for her. She, she's killing herself. <laughs> but she really went into detail on like how harmful sugar is and all the sugary drinks and, you know, all the food and all that. And so I decided for both of us <laughs> that we were going to try it. You know, because so notice what she just said. She decided for both of us, now married men, um, need to go ahead and stress this to you. If your wife volunteers you for something regarding your health, do it. Do it. I promise you, you'll live and sleep much better. You know, uh, and just to interject, not want to steal any of your thunder. Just wanted to add on to what you were saying. Piggybacking is what they say. For her to bring that to my attention and the research, the extensive research that she does. Okay, well, okay, personal tidbit about my wife. We met in college and uh, truth be told, she's a way better homework uh, doer, uh, researcher, studier than me. I fell asleep in the library and I had to like drink the little 25 cent things of coffee in the library and I still fell asleep. I'm just not a... At that time, I was not a good researcher. I researched the things that I like to do, but when it came to homework, yeah, I was really just not that dude. And she's always been that studious person to research and go into detail with a lot of things. And this is one thing that I can definitely, I thank her for everything else, but I really, really thank her for pushing me to do this because it's benefited our lives so much better, especially for our, our children really really done it okay okay so enough about me so we're going to get into the background on how it worked on you in a minute but let's go into falling out of ketosis mm-hmm. all right people here's the truth have you fell out of ketosis yes many times as a matter of fact like this is I'm, I'm restarting. So this is day four for me. Okay. I'm restarting on keto. I have fallen off um, a lot of times. I'm not perfect, you know, so, you know, life gets in the way and stress and everything. And I like to eat popcorn and other things. <laughs> okay. So when we talk about stress, we are in the period, the era mm-hmm. of COVID. Yes. How has COVID made an impact on how we do keto? Because I can talk about my perspective on the ambulance Mm -hmm. and in the medical field. Mm -hmm. So how does that, how has COVID affected you as being mommy, as being wife, Mm -hmm. as being everyday superhero at home? Well, since I'm a stay-at-home mom, I'm here, you know, all the time. So... The kids has been home. See, they were home in March. Yeah. Um. So after their spring break, they could not go back to school. So, um. Yeah. Ever since then, it's just been. I don't know. Like you have stress, and you know, I just <laughs> eat what's here. <laughs> so, so to elaborate on that, I'll take it from. Can I, can I tag in? Yeah. Okay. Okay. COVID happened. Well, we had been doing keto successfully for a good year at that time. Mm-hmm. 
and COVID happened. So let's rewind back into March, April when everything shut down. Mm -hmm. There were food shortages. Grocery stores, meat was gone. Uh, Vegetable, lot. Well, well, people didn't really buy vegetables. No, we could find cabbage. Could, yeah. I mean, the yeah. cabbage was there. <laughs> yeah, we, we were like, thing. we were like, oh man, how are we gonna get our meat? How we, we, every now and then we get like a thing of chicken. It wouldn't be the best chicken, but we get the get some chicken or we mm-hmm. get some ground beef whenever there was ground beef available. We only could buy one of one of you know one thing of beef, one thing of chicken, one thing of pork. There were a plethora of vegetables. That just seemed like if COVID wasn't going to touch anything else, it wasn't going to touch salad. <laughs> so we were like, oh, man, you know what? You know, everybody's sitting up here struggling, trying to find, you know, Chef Boyardee. Let's go ahead and stir fry this cabbage up, get these Brussels sprouts going, get these bags of vegetables steamed up. And we were like, man, this is good. And we're like, you know, outside of having to make sure that the kids had what they had, we can eat good on COVID because we don't eat a lot. Mm-hmm. And it was, it, I think for, for a good portion of it at the beginning, it became, it was, it was good. Yeah. Um, she was, a, uh, Joy was able to maintain it a whole lot better than I was. Yeah. Because she was here, the healthy items were here with the kids, even if she had to spurge a little bit, it wasn't so bad she didn't drift off from yeah. it. Yeah. For me, on the other hand, we in in EMS we just got busier. Well, we had a lulling moment when everything was shut down. We we didn't have many calls because mm-hmm. people were afraid to go to the hospitals. You know, people weren't out driving a lot, so there wasn't a lot of accidents. A lot of stupid behavior that people normally do wasn't happening. Mm-hmm. But then when it picked, but then when the government decided to open things back up and people people stupid people were able to be stupid again in public then we got busier and I mean 12 hour shifts turned to 15 hour shifts easily 16 or 17 18 hour shifts because we got that busy and the availability for me to eat wasn't there you know sometimes I bring me a little bit of tuna fish packets and then go to the hospital go to the EMS break rooms as I've spoken before and EMS has a little nice little break rooms where we'll have, we can pick up water Gatorades, which I didn't touch. Sodas, which I didn't touch. And um, and a couple of other things that weren't good for me. A lot of the things I just didn't touch. I just got the salad out of there. You know, if I got a sandwich, I took the meat out, rolled the meat up, and I just kind of wasted bread for them. But uh, hey, it was hospital <laughs> food. You know, and I did that, but so there were some times where we never got a chance. As soon as we were to drop off a patient in the ER bay or take a patient to hospice that was dying or transport a patient home, we'd immediately get another call. Like we wouldn't, as soon as we drop them off, we get right back in the truck and we're doing our notes. And then next, you know, we get a, we get a call from dispatch. Hey, are y'all done with that call? Well, excuse me. Let me rephrase that. Dispatch never asks if we're done with that call. They're like, hey, boom, 824 or 641. We need you to respond P1 to this, that, the other thing. We're like, God, doc, we didn't even finish the notes. I looked at my partner. He was like, let me just finish your notes while we're on the way. Mm-hmm. Or try to. 
and then in between calls we just had to either take a quick bathroom break you know or eat what we could and unfortunately we didn't have options to sit up here and I didn't have the time um, to make things keto I didn't have time to make things keto specifically tell them to make my order keto which I just had to grab something and go and I hated those days Joy, you can speak on that if you, if you want to. When I told, when I had to tell her, I, was, I came home. I was like, she's like, hey, hey, man, how was your day? <laughs> and I'm usually exhausted and tired and run down. I'm like, the first thing that comes out of my mouth is, I ate horribly. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You didn't like that. I did. I could not stand it because I did not like eating something that was not keto. And then I'm on having to deal with that on the truck. And there was a couple times that I fell out, fell out of ketosis because I know I went at least two weeks eating what I could. And sometimes I just was like, look, man, let's just go to Waterburn. We ain't got time. We don't know when we're going to get another call. Let's just grab something real quick. And then I learned the magic of Jersey Mike's. Jersey Mike's at our location not only gave first responders free meals, but Jersey Mike's has the ability to turn any sub sandwich into a salad. Yes, those are the best. So I could get any sandwich as a sub, as a, as a salad. They'll do all the meats and put it on a bed of lettuce. And as soon as I found that, I was in heaven. I went there so much that they knew exactly what I was going to order by time they by time my ambulance pulled up outside. I didn't even care. We pulled up there and they're like, are you going to, how are you going to block parking like this? I'm like, we're EMS. We do what we want. <laughs> so, okay. Enough about me. Back to you, dear. So, COVID, how it affected you, mm -hmm. how it affected the kids. When did it start to go left and how far off of keto did you go? I really don't remember when. Like, I would be on and then I would, you know, be off and then be on and be off so I wasn't really keeping track but um how far I don't know uh I don't know I just know that you know I would eat you know one day I would do good eat keto and then you know like the next week you know we're not eating keto at all so um I don't know okay all I know is that I'm starting over like Ooh, per perfect, perfect yes. segue. Sorry, mm -hmm. guys. You have to rewind in time. Remember when we first started keto? It was, what, 2018? Yeah. It was 2018. Mm hmm Okay? 2018, y'all, and we were doing good, and it was right before Thanksgiving hit. Yes. Um, we were both heavier, way heavier than we are now. Yeah. And... We were like, okay, fine, we're going to start this thing. We're going to start it. So when we started, we had our keto flu mm -hmm. for like that first couple of weeks and everything. And then we were like, uh-oh, Thanksgiving's coming up. This is, of course, 2018. So everything's pre-COVID. Yeah. So we're like, we got to go to see both of our families. Mm -hmm. What are we going to do? <laughs> we, can't, we can't just tell them, no, we're on a diet. They're going to look at us like, they, like we're crazy. <laughs> And I'm not going to lie, jo Joya, my mother, my, her mother, my mother-in-law makes the baddest, and I mean the baddest 
cornbread in a skillet. <laughs> Half the time, nobody else eats it, so she makes it for me. That's just me and my world. I just think she makes it for me because she loves me that much. And then my mom makes the baddest dressing on this fa on the face of this earth. Now I can say that pre keto, <laughs> po post keto. Now I make the baddest dressing. We make the baddest dressing on earth because we got a <laughs> recipe from YouTube that we tried yesterday. Yes. Oh my so God. delicious. So delicious. It's gonna be made again this, if not this, well, probably next week. Probably mm -hmm. not this week, but definitely gonna be made next week because the stuff is delicious. But we just couldn't just jump in, we jump in and be like, okay, we're, we're not going to eat this food. Right. I would have got punched in the throat by both mothers. <laughs> and we got talked bad about food. She would have took, she would have really took offense if I would have told her I'm not eating her, eating her food. Because half the food I feel like they make for me. I don't know my mom makes specific meals just for me and for her grandbabies. And I really feel like she really makes them. Okay. Okay, I'm going to stop talking about me for a minute. <laughs> but yeah, we... We, we were losing a little bit of weight at the beginning. Yeah. A lot of, okay, so once you get into the keto, after you get out of the keto flu phase, you kind of have a moment where your body purges. That's where you start to lose a lot of body, lose a lot of water weight. So mm -hmm. everybody that, you know, even if you've been on keto and you fall off for a while, you mm -hmm. got to go through the keto flu again. And then as soon as you get past the keto flu, your body's going to start purging all that excess sugar. You're going to be peeing like a racehorse. I remember I was at work. I worked in the medical office at that time. And I was getting up at least six or seven times peeing full bladders. And I did not have that much water. But yet my body was producing fluid for me to, to release. Mm -hmm. And then we, we looked at each other. And we were like, oh, man, I'm about down 15 pounds. This is pretty noticeable. Thanksgiving came up. What'd you say, dear? Well, yours was more noticeable than mine's. Okay. I must say. I don't know if that's... I don't know. Um, but yeah, you lost like way quicker than I did. Um, which when we first started, um, I think I was 165, and I had lost 20 pounds um, over, I don't know what the length was of time, but, but yeah, you definitely lost faster than I did. Have you? Yeah. Word? Mm-hmm. Word? Yes. Okay. I don't know if that's like a no, it's, it's woman but, or man thing. No, but that's the great part about it because if they've always heard my perspective, this is great. But yeah, you lost. So with, so with ladies, it may be a little bit different, you know, but you have to think about it. When you're going into a ketogenic process, you're not trying, it's not a race. No. Everybody's body styles are different. Everybody's mm -hmm. metabolism is different. Everybody's medical, clinical, you know, background biology is different. Yeah. So for me to lose a lot of weight quickly was not saying that I was being becoming healthier than mm -hmm. she was mm -hmm. at that time, nor vice versa. It's just our bodies were processing in a whole different way. Right. So we wound up eating horribly that first Thanksgiving. Not too horribly. <laughs> no, I did. I ain't <laughs> so well, I don't so bad yeah and then we were like you know what there's no point of us starting up keto again just so that way we can get through christmas yeah and we said we start in january we'll start january and we started started back january of 2019 yeah so and i'm serious that was the last january the christmas two years ago was the last time that i had cookies and milk yeah that was the last time I had it. Mm-hmm. Wow. 
So, moving forward with that, we started again fresh January 1st, 2019. Went through all the keto flu, not serious. I, I felt crackish. <laughs> yeah, you were. How was that bad? <laughs> so, I would come home and I, because I like crunchy things, I'm always a crunchy type of person. And I would look at the chips, I would look at the popcorn. I'm like, you go through a withdrawal phase. And it's the same way when you're on ketosis, when you're doing keto for a long time, like we have, and you fall off for a while, like Thanksgiving, you know, especially during the pandemic situation, you can fall off and fall off easy and, and lose track of it. Mm-hmm. So when you have to come back on it and discipline yourself to be back on it, you have, it's hard. And I feel like, honestly, it's harder. It is. I can attest that it is harder. It seems like it's harder to um, not stay on track, but I don't know, just... Get back and be disciplined. Get back in there. Yeah, it's harder. Because I'm serious. I have a a thing about crunchies. I like pistachios, almonds, peanuts. Mm -hmm. Usually I have a can, you know, and I can a jar. (laughs) Yeah. Or a bag of almonds, pistachios, peanuts. Yeah. Hands down, all the time. I just had to have it. But <laughs> when I was getting myself back to it after Christmas and Christmas and Thanksgiving two years ago, two years ago, it was the hardest thing ever. I was coming home looking for crunchies, and I was, she was like, "No, you can't have it." And I'm sitting up here looking like, "Come on, baby, just give me two saltine crackers." You know, I'm good for it now. Come on, baby, don't don't do me like that. <laughs> She's like, "No, you're gonna have to be. You're gonna have. We're we're gonna do this. We're gonna do this." And she was like, mm-hmm. like "Make me not do things." But it was all worth it. Mm-hmm. It was all worth it. You know. The, 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 I think the most expensive and the, the most expensive about being on keto is not the food. No, it's not the food at all. It's finding clothes. Yeah. You will have to <laughs> buy new clothes. You're, you're just going to have to do it. You just, it's, it. It is what it is. When your body starts to, to fix itself, the weight goes away. And now, and when you come off of keto and come out of ketosis and start having what they call a carb face, Yes. Carb face is real. It is. I kind of had to lie to my dad tonight. <laughs> my dad was like, hey, man, uh, how's your weight? I'm like, oh, that's fine. Even though I kind of gained 20 pounds back. And he was like, your face is getting kind of full. And I had to readjust my face in the camera. And I was like, no, no I'm good. I kind of fell off a little bit. How's your waist? My waist is actually the same. It's just that now it's starting to show up in my face. And I'm starting to have what they, what my mom calls a stripper butt. It's starting to get a little jelly back there. And I don't want that jelly. And I don't want that. Uh, I don't need that there. So we're having to get ourselves back in that mode. Now, it's hard, I would assume. I would like for you to elaborate if you could, please. Mm-hmm. It is hard having to be on keto at home mm-hmm. with the kids we have a five uh, not, we have a six-year-old and we have a seven-year-old mm-hmm. and if anybody out there has kids they know that at that age they're extremely picky extremely they'll either ask for something and only eat two bites of it 
and then <laughs> ask for a snack later three four five snacks mm-hmm. or you'll get something for them and then all of a sudden they won't want to eat it now look we, we, we're black folks here <laughs> if, I, if you haven't listened to the previous episodes please listen I explain that we are black folks black people say you're African American I'm going to tell you I'm a black man this is a black woman okay <laughs> we go in black households if you we ain't horrible parents but at the same time we don't let no food go to waste we can spend money on it we're not going to waste no food so in that type of situation how have you because it, it, it takes a toll on you we can't we don't get rid of we don't just waste groceries and throw them away so what do we what do we do there well you know whatever they don't eat or want um well whatever they don't eat we we will eat it yeah we have <laughs> we have i'm not gonna lie my son didn't was sitting up here saying that he wanted this to eat so bad and all of a sudden he got his first bite of it he was like Mm-mm, i don't like it i'm like oh no 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 you begged me for this i'm gonna need you to eat half of it before you even decide to tell me that you don't want it he ate like two or three more bites and was like uh-uh i said look look here look here and sometimes, and, and, and this is what I was saying in previous episodes, sometimes situations don't give you the best opportunity to not do it. Like if we're, I'm just going to be real, we're low income, we're one income home, my wife is homeschooling the kids. Mm-hmm. Since March, they've been out, out of school because of, COVID, because of COVID. Yeah. And then when school started, we chose to keep them home for distance learning. The school district for where my children reside in, which we will name nameless, (laughs) decided that now you guys got two weeks to get your kids back into school. They could start as early as Monday, but you got two weeks to get your children back into school by November 2nd. Yeah, it was two or three weeks. Mm -hmm. And my wife looked at me. I looked at her. She says, ain't nobody giving us no ultimatum to get our kids back into school when it's not safe and the numbers and the COVID numbers are rising. So we made the decision as parents, Mm -hmm. responsible parents. Now I'm not saying now when I say that, I don't want to take away from any single mothers or single parents that are out there who don't have that option or any two parent household that don't have that option. You have to do the best that you can, what you believe is right for your children. Hands down, I'm not going to sit up here and fault nobody. I'm not going to try to shame anybody. We made the decision that best suited us. So, with that being said, we decided to homeschool our children with our teacher being the primary principal, dean, administrator, <laughs> accolade, you, you know. She, she she runs the whole thing. I just facilitate uh, all the require all the equipment. Mm-hmm. And I'm the disciplinarian when they don't want to do their work. <laughs> so, with all of that, you know, that... I would assume that takes a huge toll, especially having to do this. They have breakfast, they have lunch. Mm-hmm. You know, okay. Betty Ed said to me, trying to exp- trying to give you the details, baby. Break down your day for me. Go ahead, break them off a piece. Tell me how you. Tell me how what consists in your day. Well, getting them up and getting them breakfast, and then letting them watch the little cartoons, and then getting started with their schoolwork. And then when they're done with their schoolwork, you know, they have lunch and then, you know, I, I do what I need to do. Um, it doesn't really affect, you know, how I eat or anything because, you know, as long as we have our keto 
you know, foods here, then I'm good. Yeah. You know, I, you know, we don't eat breakfast. You know, I don't eat breakfast. You know, I just drink coffee and then I try to push my first meal. I try to push it. I'm trying to push it to one, maybe one or two in the afternoon for my first meal. And then, you know, right now I'm trying not to eat after seven. I'm trying to eat by seven in the evening. So, um... That way we get our intermittent fasting going. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You get can't that. have keto without intermittent fasting, vice versa. Right, and I use this app to help. You don't have it, do you? No. I use this app <laughs> called Zero, um, where you can put in, um, you can schedule your fasts, basically. Like how long you want to fast. It has the 13 hour, like when you're sleeping, and then the 16 hour and the 18 hour. You know, it goes up from there. And um, I use that. That really helps me stay on track. It lets me know, hey, you know, it's time to eat or whatever. And then it lets me know when it's time to to fast. And I can put in when I'm starting to fast. And that really helps. Don't you have an app on there that you can scan barcodes and find out if it's keto or not? Yes. I that is need, called... I think we need, need to do a, an episode on yeah. social media. Yeah, we can. Hey, hey, remember that, folks. Social media and keto. That's going to be a next episode. That's not the next one, but it's going to be an episode on that one. Yeah. So, so you have the app mm-hmm. that helps you organize your time when it comes to eating. Yes. And when the fast. Yes. You're better than me. Way better than me. That helps me a lot. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Helps me stay on track. I'm not going to lie. Y'all have been struggling. Mainly because I work in the. I work, work in a medical field, mm-hmm. and uh, you come across some of these people called reps for medical products and such that like to buy people food, <laughs> and I tell them no. I was good. I was disciplined. I started telling them no. Then I started getting lazy, y'all, because my brother was getting hungry. The funds were getting low. Now, what happens with folks, it happens. If your funds get low, do the money, do the bills, do the other responsibilities that you have to take care of. You have to do what you have to do. You have to provide for your family. You have to eat what you can when you can. But you don't stay there. No. You don't stay there. One thing that I realized and I started looking at some of the old pictures that I had is the how big I was. Double chin. I was it, it was bad. I have a suit jacket that I used to wear all the time. The jacket is a uh, 55 long. 55 long is what I used to wear as far as suit jackets. And the middle button on that bad boy was stretched out because my gut stretched it out. I used to have to do my belt underneath my belly. And heck, personal love, I couldn't even see my, Never mind. We ain't gonna talk about that. Yeah, it was just telling the truth. <laughs> when we got the donut syndrome, something, it covered some things up. But anyway, that jacket, I have a picture of me in that suit jacket. Okay, I'm, what I'm gonna have to do is I'm gonna have to provide those two contrasting pictures. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Of how big I was in that suit jacket with pre keto and post keto. Mm-hmm. That jacket is a tent on me now. I wore that jacket to a, uh, to an event back in, what was it last year? Yeah, it was last year. I went to Midwinter Session. I wore that jacket there, and the guys looked at it, my friends looked at me, and they were like, what, Where did you go? You used to fill that jacket out. It was it was a year before at James Scott's wedding. I wore that same suit and mm-hmm. that jacket, and it, that suit fit me because I was bigger. And he saw me in that same suit jacket. He was like, "Man, 
I could fit two of you in there. And you can. You know, you don't want to make that trip. That right there is my biggest fear, is getting that size again. As being that unhealthy, having sleep apnea, snoring as bad as I was, mood swings because I've had sugar highs and sugar crashes. You know, it affected a whole lot of our lives. Yeah. You know, heck, I was not a good player with my kids. I didn't like to wrestle around with them and throw them around. Hell, I couldn't do it. I get out of breath so fast. You know, and it it was it was affecting our time. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd be falling asleep on the couch, not from having a hard day because I was sugar crashing. You know. Yeah. It was. A, it, 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 was, it wasn't a good thing. We're just trying to make sure we know where we were and we know where we are. We mm-hmm. know our journey. And we're trying not to go back. Exactly. Just for the just for the sake of comfort food, it's not worth it. There are so many awesome, amazing things that you can prepare. So many good, good things you can prepare. We, you know, I, I'm not gonna lie. I'm just gonna be real. I was kind of skeptical when I saw that stuffing you were i was really i was a little skeptical i'm like man oh man you look i'm gonna have to put some cheese on top of this thing some sour cream i'm gonna have to i was i was a little don't look at me like that why did you tell me you were skeptical like i'm gonna tell you that (laughs) and get in trouble we didn't already ate it now (laughs) but no um i was a little skeptical about it then all of a sudden we got to it i made the bread we prepared it and all that nice stuff we got it going yeah it's like started smelling really good and i was like oh Okay, I'm feeling this. Then all of a sudden, we put the bad boy together, slapped that bad boy in the oven. Then the whole place started smelling so good. Like, you could almost eat the furniture. Okay, probably not that much. But yeah, it was good. It smelled so good. And then we got it out, put the bad boy on some nice little plates, tried to look fancy. (laughs) And I gave her her plate first. And she said, This is so good. Look, okay, so we had a whole cast turn skill. If you're on the Facebook page, if you're on my Instagram, you'll see the picture of the, of the uh, stuffing that we, had, that we had made. 30 minutes later, it was gone. The whole skillet. I know, I know, y'all, you know, satisfy your hunger. I was at the time preparing the turkey at the same time and that bad boy wasn't ready yet and we had been waiting literally we had that was the first time we ate was that evening yeah that was our only meal so outside of having coffee that morning we didn't eat that until what six or seven o'clock yeah it was around six so we went all day long not eating Mm -hmm. fasting yeah so when we ate that we were in our right mind to go ahead and eat that up that's my that's my story and I'm sticking to it I was right I'm gonna eat it it's gonna be good (laughs) so this has been some pretty good conversation so far. What you think, dear? Yeah. So happy that you finally made it. Thank you. All right. So what we're going to do right now, we're going to take a quick break, hear a word from our sponsors, and we'll be right back. All right. Thank you all for listening to that wonderful sponsor that sounded so great sounded just like me i know right not vain at all okay so what we're going to do we got a chance to go into our background a little bit some of the struggles that we've had during the ketogenic process getting back on it 
you know, and, you know, and why you should get back on it. So, we're going to have a Keto 911 do's and don'ts section. I think we should, like, make this a section. The Keto 911 do's and don'ts of this episode like section. segment. Like, yeah, they look at that. <laughs> Segments. Boom. She's already in there. Podcast pro. All right. So, we're going to have our do's and don'ts section. So, do's and don'ts when getting yourself back in the keto from falling off okay so honey you want to start off with the don'ts yeah um don't overeat okay you have to portion um everything out on your plate um so just don't overeat also what has helped me out a lot what really helped me out a lot in the beginning and what's helping me out now is I don't snack like just don't snack um if you do want to have a snack put it with your meal that you're eating like right after you get done eating your meal then eat that snack um whatever it is you want to snack on um that's keto approved of course um also do not please don't have a cheat day it just, it doesn't help. It does not help at all. And women's bodies are different than men's. Like I said, um, you know, you lost, seem like you lost weight a whole lot faster than I did. Um, but just keep that in mind. Um, you know, we have our menstrual cycles um, and we hold water you know and so that affects you know our bodies and also um hormones you know affect how we lose weight in our mental state you want to go into the mental state yeah um when you get to a period to where your mental state is rocked you feel like you're not losing weight like you should you're plateauing yes you know and the biggest thing, um, if I can say this, thing, when it comes to mm-hmm. ladies, mm-hmm. it's easy to look on TV. It's easy to look on YouTube, Facebook, social media, and see the archetype of what beautiful, sexy, glamorous is. Yeah. <laughs> and you can try to compare yourself to that. And I'm going to throw myself in there. I used to have a six pack. I used to be built like an action figure and I ain't that. I went from being an action figure to being my equivalent of being Fat Bastard from Austin Powers. And now I'm like not that. I'm like almost action figure-ish. I'm just a little bit fluffy around the edges, but not nowhere near as what I, what I was before. But did I have discouraging moments to where my mental state wasn't there because I was comparing myself or I didn't feel like I was losing enough or I'd fallen off? Yeah. You know, same thing with Joya. Like, she's had moments when, oh my gosh, I fell off. I'm not going to be able to come back. It's just going to be too hard. I'm like, oh, no, no, no. We can get this once. We, we can get back to it. Mm-hmm. We just have to be disciplined with it. We got lazy. And it happens. We're human. Yeah. You know, it it, it, it happens. And that's going to be one of my points that we're, what I'm going to talk about. So, thank you, honey, for doing the don'ts. <laughs> You're welcome. This, ladies are good at telling you don't. <laughs> don't eat that. Don't play the PlayStation. Don't hold your son up by his ankles. You know, stuff like that. 
Okay, so she said the don'ts. I'm gonna tell you what you can do, baby. So, number one, with anything, with any dietary lifestyle, you want to be hydrated. Drink plenty, and I mean plenty, of water. You gotta drink water, people. Gatorade is not a good thing to drink. Why? Because Gatorade is full of sugars. Gatorade is full of sugars. Powerade is full of sugars. Now, you can dilute Powerade if you get like Powerade Zero and, you know, pour water in it, then you can dilute it. But it's not key. It's not really that good to do it that way. What, I, what I've actually, what we've actually done, excuse me, sorry, dear, is that we've done Ultimo, which is the uh, electrolyte powder. You can get it at Natural Grocer, so you can get it at uh, Drug Emporium. Mm-hmm. It's in a small little cylinder, white little cylinder. It comes in like six different flavors. It's called Ultimo. I believe I said that right for the Ultimo brand people out there. You know, sponsorship. You know, Ultimo, electrolytes. You put a little packet of there or a scoop of it in your water. Keeps you hydrated. Keeps you going good. Gives you a good little boost of energy. But you got to stay hydrated. That's key. Keeping water in you. Keeping yourself good and hydrated. Especially when it's now getting past flu season and COVID 2.0 season, keep yourself hydrated because that helps keep you sick, keep you from being sick. Because when you have a lot of fluids in you, you keep you, you keep your 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 digestive system and your urinary system flushed out. When you flush it out, when you pee and you poop, germs. So keep hydrated. Do the do part number two is eat lots of veggies. People, I just did a mini series a series a three-part series on how to build your plate all right I talked about veggies in depth if you do not know about this many about this series about the, the the key nutritional value of vegetables go back and listen to that episode I break it down the whole episode is about an hour's worth of me talking about different types of leafy green vegetables that are to your benefit you have to have them on this plan there's no if ands or buts about it. Seven to ten cups of vegetables a day. Have your small portion, six to eight ounces of meat, but seven to ten cups. Look, if you scoop, if you get a measuring cup and you scoop out seven to ten cups, that's how much vegetables you can have in a day. Go crazy. Steamed vegetables, Brussels sprouts, cabbage, spinach. Go crazy. This is what you need. The vegetables have so many health benefits to it. Iron, um, so many vitamins, so many minerals to help keep your blood and your and your system cleaned out. Yep, and I mean poop helps keep yourself clean out, keeps the junk out, so it helps your body stay healthy along with it. And the third part, which is the most important, which goes back into piggybacking off of my wife's mental state, uh, don't is support and encourage your partner. I did have another episode called Accountability Buddies. For the big for the majority, for the, not even for the majority, my standing accountability buddy is the woman that you hear on this podcast tonight. She's the one who got me started in this. She's the one who's responsible for the idea of this podcast even coming into fruition. Because I had a whole bunch of friends 
talk to me about it at work and everywhere else. And I was like, man, I can't really just talk to everybody. And I was like, just like, why don't you just do a podcast? You ever thought about that? And I was like, no, I can't really figure it out. And I'm like that. And she was like, babe, just try it. And I was like, <laughs> did I say it right, babe? No? No. Okay, I didn't say it right. <laughs> but she was like, just try it. And it started off as a hobby. And now I have a feeling that this could be something extremely lucrative. I've gotten a lot of things, a lot of encouragement, a lot of support, a lot of great things coming down the pipeline. And this is all because of her. She's the one who got me start, got us started on this healthy lifestyle. So we encourage each other. Mm-hmm. When I have days to where I'm just like, I'm going to eat something and I'm going to eat horribly. And she's like, no, well, if you decide to eat horribly, I'm not. You can feel horrible all you want to. Now, don't come to me when you're having a sugar crash. <laughs> and then when I've had a day when I've come home or I'll text her and I'm like, I've eaten horribly. She's like, oh, no. I'm like, what did you eat? Mm, cabbage. She ate great. And I'm sitting up here looking at her like, oh, I'm ready to go to sleep. But you got to encourage each other through it. You have to be a support system if you have... Look, not everybody's going to agree to the lifestyle change. No, not everybody will. No. I've had, I still have family members that are against what we're doing. And all of a sudden they become scientists and they haven't read any article ever. <laughs> trying to tell us what we're doing is wrong. But we, and, and in the same breath, tell us how great we look. Yes. How does that, how does that happen? I have no idea. What you're doing is wrong. You don't kill yourself and everything. <laughs> but you look so great. Oh, God so great it's because of the is it because of the keto yes it's because of the keto you know keto doesn't like to be referred to itself in the third person it's keto it's healthy it's, it's beneficial it's what it's, it's good for you if it wasn't good for you these companies out here would not be switching and slapping keto on their brands I don't call out their name slim fast is the biggest culprit of just branding crap keto and if you look at the ingredients, majority of their stuff ain't keto. They realize they're losing money because people aren't buying the crap no more. So what do they do? Slap keto on it so that way you get people to continue to do it. Mm-hmm. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta take the time. You gotta do the research. You gotta look into it. You gotta, you have to be aware. You have to have that buddy with you that's gonna tell you how much of that did you eat. Okay, yeah, you're done. Yeah. We have to stop eating. Just eat. She hand me this plate and says, okay, great. Here's your dinner. Don't go back for seconds. One, we got to make this food stretch a little bit. Two, we need to get back on keto. Let's get this intermittent fasting going. Yeah. You know, two, I like, I look, I still like my crunchies. I still got to get a thing of peanuts. I still got to get a thing of almonds or pistachios. Oh, I have pistachios in a minute. Love, I'm in. I'm on an almond trip right now. But you know, she'll be like, "Hold on, how many handfuls of peanuts did you eat?" I'm like, two. She's like, "Okay, stop." Right before I'm trying to go grab the thing again, she's like, "No, no, 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 no." That's my accountability, buddy. Don't snack. Now, what she did say, what she did say was, if you're gonna snack, put it with your meal. Now, mm-hmm. our favorite, and I mean favorite snack. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's good old Rebel Creamery. And I had to get close to the mic on that one because I want Rebel to hear this. Y'all have the best ice cream. The that best. Is, that is keto certified and it is so delicious. And y'all have like six or seven new flavors. And we're going to try them. 
And they have ice cream sandwiches that we have to oh try. Oh my gosh, they have ice cream sandwiches. Yeah. It's going to be so hard to be restrained. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're bite-sized and they're going to taste delicious. But, you know, there's Rebel Creamery. I have a recipe of keto shortbread cookies that I can do in a... Take 15 minutes and look, boom, cookies. They are delicious. Yes. Should I see my cookies? <laughs> so... I have that. We, there's a place in Tyler, the city that we live in, that's called Small Cakes. And I'm gonna get closer because I'm on Small Cakes. Let's hear this. Small Cakes has, they do gourmet cupcakes, they do gourmet cakes that mm -hmm. are non keto. Mm -hmm. But <laughs> they have the best keto approved keto cupcakes. Yes. They also have lemon bars and they also do fat bars. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. And they emphasize they're amazing. They are truly amazing. And now in our town, they're starting to pop up a couple of keto bakeries here and there. There's one keto bakery that, okay, I was at work and there's this particular rep. They, I don't really talk at work and tell my business, but I told like one or two people that I'm on keto because they tried to get me to eat with them. And I was like, no. And this rep came to talk to the doctor that I, that I, like to work with hope Dr. Bone doesn't hear this but you know the talk to the doctor that I work with and he was like hey they got this special for you I'm like what it was a keto cheesecake it was a slice one slice of keto cheesecake mm -hmm. I'm like I didn't even tell any of y'all suckers that I that I do keto who found out and how did this woman know and she brought it to <laughs> me it's creepy y'all but it tasted so delicious it was like a mocha. Yeah, that was good. You brought some of it home. See, I shared it, y'all. I'm not just greedy. I shared it. Yes, with, I shared. You shared. It. I, see, yeah, yeah. See, I shared. It. I'm a good husband. So I shared it. So, you know, but you include that ice, that rebel ice cream, or that shortbread cookie, or that, you know, keto cheesecake with your. You gotta share it. You gotta put it with your meal. You know, you put it with your meal, and that's it. Yeah. That's it. After you have that, you go on through your day, it gets to evening time. Your tummy rumble a little bit, gonna get you some water. Put a little bit of lemon juice in there, it'll kind of hold off your hunger. But let your body do what it's supposed to do. The hardest thing about getting back into keto is going through the process of readjusting your body. Mm -hmm. That's the hardest part. Once your body gets readjusted, then you're good to go. It's smooth sailing. Yeah, you're just waiting on the weight to drop. Yeah. For me, anyways, personally. That's, that makes both of us. My scrub started to get a little bit tight. I didn't like that. And I didn't like that at all. I'm in larges. I don't know. Yeah. I don't look like the doctors off of, you know, Chicago Med right now with a custom fit one. No. <laughs> okay. okay. I went from a extra large to a large, then to a medium in some things. So... And now I'm back on the large, but yeah, not trying to go back up to an extra large. Nope. So, mm -hmm. yeah. I have a sweater that is still a 3XL that's hanging up in the closet. And I decided mm -hmm. to put it on the other day because I was like, it's getting cold. Let me just put this on. Tent. No. Pure tentage. <laughs> that's I good. I could have put myself and our kids in that and literally would have had a real 
don't want to go back that way. When you've reached the goal, mm-hmm. you don't want to go backwards. You want to continue to push forward to the end and make and, and, and encourage other folks along the way. That's why I have this podcast. That's why I have the Facebook group. That's why I have the Instagram. I'm going to get back to doing food reviews um, pretty soon. And we're going to really, really, really blow the top off of this. I got some awesome things coming down down the path. Should I talk about it now? I should. You should, babe. Go ahead. See, see that encouragement. See that encouragement. We we can't know the kids. Can't keep talking <laughs> like that, girl. Just saying. But anyway, um, this weekend I will be uh, interviewing. He reached out to me. Let me just let me give the backstory. I'm sorry. I'm just starting to get excited. Uh, did an episode. And I got an inbox request through Instagram. Uh, the Instagram inbox and I wound up talking to the gentleman there and he is the CEO and owner of the Keto Oven. This particular Keto brand, keto, uh, brand he makes pizzas, pastas, buns. He has a wide variety of keto specific items and they're amazing. I'm, I'm, I'm really, really excited to get a chance to, to interview him really really excited to get a chance to interview him um, I'm going to be interviewing him this weekend you'll get a chance to find out who he is his journey um, his passion for keto we're gonna we're gonna have a great discussion and we're gonna plug his items in also with that and I'm just excited to be able to for I'm I'm honored honored and humbled to even be on his radar for him to want to communicate with me and to and to want to be on an episode really really honored really really humble that he's he found me out of all the podcasts there's thousands upon thousands and he heard mine so it's very very awesome experience i'm looking forward to it uh hope you're listening and thank you again for choosing me you know just have a great time uh, the episode will be published on the 7th so we'll record on the 6th and it'll be published on the 7th so I'm looking forward to having that great time so I'm not going to hold everybody up I'm just excited I just I really just can't I got some really 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 good stuff coming down the line um this episode that's going to come out this week uh this coming weekend I'm I don't know if I want to take a break for for the Christmas holidays you think I should mm-hmm. okay so the, the episode that's going to be the interview with the keto oven is going to be the last episode of the year I'm going to take a couple weeks off really really focus on this craft and I have an interview with a physician I've been scouring the internet and my friends lists and I have a good friend that's going to be uh, on the on the first episode of the year, pending his schedule. I'm, I'm going to wait until he is free so that way I can do this episode because he's a physician. He works in the ER um, and he's a busy man. Awesome friend. Um, I met him before he went into med school. Great, great guy. He's known as the Med Brother on his podcast. And you can search for him, the Med Brother podcast. Awesome clinician. Very, very, very astute man. We'll get into the other accolades and fraternal stuff later on down the line when I get them on the radio. Not on the radio. On the podcast. But 
I told y'all I'm gonna start getting some interviews, some professional interviews. First keto professional, the keto oven CEO is gonna be on this episode coming this week. First episode of the year, I have well, I have a uh, my first physician. He's an internal med- internal medicine doctor. I'm also getting a close colleague. I'll call him a colleague because I work with a man almost all the time. He's a pain management specialist. Um, I'll give you his name when we get down the line. I just have to coordinate with him. And I have another doctor who was referred to me to be on. So first doctor of the year is a black physician. Then I have a pain specialist. And then I have a black female physician who's into nutrition. Nice. So going to be great. We got some stuff, some substance coming along. And not that we didn't have no substance before because, you know, <laughs> but I have some stuff that I really want y'all to tune in for. I'm going to be seeing it, see if I can get some more um, keto uh, kind of keto entrepreneurs on here, so that we one could feature their products, so that we can know what's out here, hear their stories, hear their words of encouragement. Hey, you know, talking, talking, getting a chance to interview these individuals. I'm definitely. I'm not a master at this. We're not masters of this. No. How do we get to the point to where we lost the weight that we have? I lost 95 pounds. You lost, what, 60-something? 60? Maybe 30. Oh, you lost more than that. 20, 30. No, I've lost... plateaued for a while, so. But you lost a lot of weight, though. But 20 is good. Okay. I was trying to lose a whole lot. My wife met her go. I lost, <laughs> a, I lost about 95 pounds. Well, I didn't lose about I lost 95 pounds. But we... We bumped our heads a lot. We had to try to tweak it and work it the best way that we could. And we're still doing it. We're not masters of it. We're still students of this. Yes. So getting this opportunity to talk with C- CEOs of the keto world who are branded an item to help people eat healthier and reach their health goals and to talk with physicians. We're, I'm a student. As much as geeked out as I am about it, I am a student in all of this. We're learning to find ways to help everybody else, so that way one we can live the best lives that we can. So I'm done geeking out. I would love to thank first and foremost my wife for graciously taking time out of her sleep schedule <laughs> while the children slumber, and I mean I'm so, the kids are out. Thank you for taking the time away from the kids, away from all the busy things that you do. Look, more. women are superheroes. Mothers are superheroes, okay? My mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmothers, her grandmothers, her sisters. My wife is a superhero. I could not begin to function an hour with our children and what she does a day I could be like this she leaves me alone with the kids for a couple hours I'm like it's okay go ahead and do what you gotta do we won't die the house may be messy the kids may be a little bit in disarray but we survived she women look moms moms keep a lot of things in order moms keep a lot of things in check I go clock in at work every single day and my job is fairly easy compared to what she has to do managing children, still doing the things that she has to do for her career that she's building and taking care of the house, looking at the funds, 
telling me what I what bills I got to go pay, sending me my honeydew list of things that I have to do. That's just that's I'm serious. She's she's a superhero. So thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule to grace the mic and to let the world finally hear your voice and also give the give the ladies out there a preview of what awesomeness is to come for when I need you again you know <laughs> I know where you I know where you live <laughs> that was creepy that was creepy I can't redo that one but thank you for coming thank you for giving the woman's perspective this is needed I can only speak on testosterone you know, the, the ladies out there really want to hear your voice, mm-hmm. really hear your perspective. You know, we can talk about the marriage aspect of it. We yeah. Definitely yeah. talk about it. And plus, when it gets to the social media aspect of these keto tech stuff, you know it way better than me. I'm just like, what do I need to eat? How many, <laughs> how much do I need to eat? All right, cool. You break it down. So, by all means, please come back. Well, <laughs> like you leaving. What am I doing? Okay, y'all. Thank I will. Thank you for having me, babe. Of course, boo. I got you, girl. So, so I'll go ahead and wrap it up like this. You can catch us on eight different podcast areas. We are on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Mm-hmm. We're on Spotify. We're on Break Breaker. We're on Pocket Casts. We're on, let's say Spotify. We're on Spotify. Uh, we're now on Amazon. Whoa. Yeah. And, and God forgive me. I forgot what the last one was. But I know we are on eight different platforms. You can you can catch us anywhere. Refer us to your friends. Leave us a message. You know, you can leave us a message at the Keto 911 podcast at gmail.com. You can check out the Facebook page. Keto Number One Podcast. Ooh, excuse me. We also have a Facebook group to where I post recipes. I go live, talk about different topics that may, you know, come to me at the moment. Um, on the Keto Nine One One Podcast Facebook group, uh, FYI, you will have to answer questions. So if you're not serious about doing keto, you're just trying to troll, you won't get in. Just gonna let you know, I am the admin and the moderator. But um. And also with that, oh man, we, we're, we're just dang near everywhere. I have a YouTube page for the Keto 91 podcast also. It's where I've done a couple food reviews. I'm going to start doing more once the money gets better. And if you also want to donate to the Keto 911 podcast, I got to do it. I got to do it. If you want to donate, the cash app is dollar sign Keto 911 podcast. That helps fund us. You know, we have, we've upgraded to a nice microphone setup here, but I would definitely like to get a better setup for us for, for our recording. I would definitely like to go ahead and do more food reviews. Those cost money. Um, so if you want to donate to the Keto 91 podcast, check out the Cash App, Keto 91 podcast uh, for my Cash App. And oh man, I just, like I say, thank you all again for always tuning in. I don't care if it's 120 listens or if it's 20 thank you for taking the time to listen to the podcast it means a lot i may not ever get a chance to see some of your faces i know i am going to see some of your faces because one of my good friends uh, asked me to go with her to the grocery store and help her shop so with my wife's permission i'll go out in the covid world socially distance and probably go live and show you guys what to 
what to shop for when you're shopping keto. So, it, so it's an education thing and it's a fun thing. But we'll be safe. We'll be socially distanced. I will have my mask on. As always, I'm Batman. So, again, I, says, I can't thank you guys enough. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in to the Keto 911 Podcast. This is Daniel, the Keto EMT, and my lovely wife, Joya. <laughs> Goodbye, guys. <laughs>